0: DM me on Facebook or Instagram, or send an email to allison at allisonscammell.com and say, tell me more about Full Immersion Coaching. I look forward to hearing from you. Hello, my dear ones. I hope you are doing so fantastic. I am sitting here today and thinking about the World Cup of soccer, which in our household we call football. Because my husband is a huge football fan, and he has gotten me into it. Now, I don't watch as much as he does, but I do like to watch the World Cup. I like to watch some Champions League matches. I like to watch. My husband's a big fan of the Tottenham Hotspurs, so I like to watch Hotspurs with him on an occasion. I'll watch the big matches, and certainly I enjoy watching the the World Cup, the Euro, etc., And the funny thing is, I did not grow up playing football, although I think I would have been pretty good at it, because we didn't have it. It wasn't an option where I came from. But I have this weird, intuitive understanding of the game that's pretty sophisticated. And I did get the message that I had a past lifetime where I was like a professional sports athlete that played a similar game, but it wasn't soccer, but it was something similar. So, probably on a, another planet. <laughs> I haven't explored too much into that, but it just shows you how your past lifetimes can just show up in very unexpected ways in your current lifetime. But it got me to thinking how valuable it would be for these top notch international teams to have a psychic on the coaching staff to be like, hey, in the next game, you can expect this and that and the other thing to happen. So this is how you prepare. As well as imagine someone like me working with a goalkeeper to say, "Okay, in the next match, you can expect this." And oh, by the way, this is how you tap into your intuition. So when the ball's coming, you know where whether to dive right or left or run up on it or stay back. Now, All of these guys and gals at this top tier level are all using their intuition all the time, likely without really realizing it, because they're that good. How do you get that good at anything? You're using your intuition. And I see it all the time with the people I work with. All the clients I work with are very successful people and Their success comes in different ways and looks in different ways. And I always marvel at the people I work with that have the most outer world success. So they have the biggest businesses making the most money. Maybe they have the whatever the biggest job titles. They always arrive to me. Almost always, I should say. Arrive to me saying, oh, Allison, I'm not that intuitive. And I'm like, oh, really? Because that's not what I'm getting. And. They're super intuitive people and that they're using their intuition to gain more success in life and they just don't recognize it. So when you do recognize your intuition and you do with mindful intention and awareness tap into your intuition, you amplify it and you amplify your ability to receive intuitive messages. Okay, so what does that have to do with what we're going to be talking about today? I don't know. I just felt like going off on a little bit of a tangent on football, and I think that I should be pitching myself to be the team psychic and helping players tap into their intuition for some of these teams. So we'll see. Stand by on that. That's my latest idea. But this is going to be a super powerful episode, and I want to get to it. I'm already four minutes into the introduction. So let's get to today's episode, which is all about using our intuition in a more sophisticated way. And that is, we'll be exploring when to share the intuitive messages you receive for others and when not to. And you might think, well, I don't know if this episode pertains to me. I don't get too many intuitive messages to share for others. Let me tell you something. As we ascend to higher and higher energy frequencies, and I suspect Wherever you are on the intuitive scale, wherever you perceive yourself to be in terms of you believe that you're very intuitive or you're not that intuitive, it's likely that you are more intuitive than you think you are. And it is highly likely that you're going to eventually, if you haven't already, get tapped on the shoulder and get a strong urge, a strong intuitive nudge that you need to share a message with someone you love, someone you know, or heck, even a complete stranger. And it's going to feel uncomfortable because you're going to feel like it's not your place to share. And this is what we're going to be unpacking in today's very powerful and relevant episode of Soul Guide Radio. So let's get to it. In today's episode, we explore how to recognize when you're being called to share an intuitive message for someone else, the right way to share these messages, as well as the wrong way. And why, as a light worker, you can expect to encounter this more and more. We'll end on an invitation that will have you experiencing profound connections to your clients, loved ones, and potentially even strangers, because you're offering them intuitive information that will serve them at their highest. So please stay with me until the end. Hey there, Soul Guide Circle. That is the name of this community of soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs. In the Soul Guide Circle, we have big soul missions, and we yearn to earn more, serve more, and grow spiritually along the way. If you aren't already a member, then I invite you to join our Facebook group of nearly 2,200 leaders and lightworkers who are in service to each other and the planet. Find a link to join on my website, alisonscammell.com, or in the show notes. Today, we're talking about those times when you sense that you received an intuitive message that is for you to pass on to someone else. And we're going to start by recognizing when you're being called to share an intuitive message that is not for you. And let me tell you, if you're listening to and connecting to this podcast, you are a light worker. Sometimes intuitive guidance comes through that is designed to be passed on from one person to another. So for example, if I get an important intuitive message for you and my divine guidance team says, I, Allison, need to share this with you, it likely means that there's some reason why you're just not getting it directly from your higher self. And it is, I'm not even going to say likely, I'm going to say 100% of the time in the process because I'm involved, even though the message is for you, there's something in it for me to heal from, learn from, grow from, receive. And there's definitely something in it for you to hear it, learn it, grow, receive. There's a reason why I'm getting involved in this example of your with your intuitive messages. So of course, you can always ask. You can always sit down with your divine guidance team, your higher self and say, "Is there an intuitive message that you're asking me to pass on as someone else?" I would say you might get a yes to that question. But in my experience, like even if I ask this question right now, I'm just getting a no. I don't I don't ever really ask that question because I just don't ever ask that question because, and the reason why is, because you normally get tapped. You're normally do going on your day, not thinking about any intuitive messages for, you know, you're thinking about, this is what I'm making for dinner tonight, boop, 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 and all of a sudden, how I experience it, I get a bop, 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 I get a, a sensation of a tapping on my right shoulder, and it is my divine support team arriving to say, We have an intuitive message for you to hand off to someone else. So anytime you ask a question of your divine support team, you are kicking off a co-creative process to get an answer back, to get divine guidance, right? So you're the originator of the process, but those times that your divine guidance team just taps you on the shoulder and you didn't kick anything off with any question, they're just coming to you, and in a way they're initiating the process, it's going to have a different frequency to it. It's your invitation to really be more open so you've got no expectations, right? When you kick off a question, you probably got all sorts of ideas in your head regarding what the answer should be, and that's okay. Okay. But when you get tapped, it's really the invitation. Your divine guidance team is kicking it off. And so the more you can be as open to what is coming through as possible without making any judgments, well, it should be this way. It should be that way. I should do this. I shouldn't do that. That is going to set you up to pass on the information in the best way for you and for the receiver. But let me tell you, if it hasn't happened to you yet, and it's happened to me, and I'm going to share some stories here in a sec, it is likely you will feel resistance. If you get tapped and they say, your divine guidance team says, we have this message for Susie, and maybe this message is going to make Susie feel a little uncomfortable. And it is likely you're going to say, heck no, that is not my job to tell Susie that. Look, no way. Susie can find that information from other roots. It doesn't have to be me. And I get it. I've had that response. And let me tell you, your divine guidance team is not going to be satisfied with that. So another way you can recognize that you're being tapped to share a message is the tapping won't go away. It will be a gnawing feeling that this is an important thing for you and your path, and your learning, and your growth to pass this message along. And so you will likely resist it, and that's okay, but eventually the right way to share a message is if you're getting truly tapped to do it, to actually do it. That is the right way, ultimately. But let's go into that now a little bit deeper and explore exactly the right way and the wrong way. And I'm going to say wrong in air quotes, like, who am I to say anything is wrong? And really, who am I to say anything is right? So when I say the right way and the wrong way, it's really my recommendations for my experience, for my channeling with my divine guidance team, from spending actually quite a long time over the last years on this topic, probably in ways most other people aren't. So really, these are my recommendations of what to do and what not to do. But always, like everything in life, you follow the guidance from your higher self, which always knows best for you because there's always an exception to every rule. There's always an exception to every right way, wrong way, etc. So these are my recommendations. And of course, ultimately, it's always your higher self who gets the final say. So my recommendation is when you get tapped, to really spend some time first with your divine guidance team. Okay, I feel like I just got tapped to share this message. Is this true? Yes. And I feel like the message is this. Is this true? Yes. Make sure that you're as clear as you can be. Now we're talking about the spiritual realm, so there are never 100%, we're never 100% clear on anything, But we can always just go with what we really overwhelmingly feel is right. So get as clear as you possibly can with, I really do feel like I've been tapped. And this is the person. And this is the message. So that's the first thing. The second thing is you will likely feel resistance, especially if the message isn't, you're about to win the lottery and become a multimillionaire. Typically, the message is a little something uncomfortable. And I'm going to give you some fine examples of this in just a hot sec. So there will be some resistance. So try to be as clean as possible. So any sort of limiting belief you feel with yourself, I shouldn't be doing this. Who am I to share this message to someone else? This is not for me to say. Like all of these feelings, go ahead and just feel into those feels that they trigger. Release that. Take some deep breaths, go back to the heart space, and just double, triple, quadruple check. Am I really the one to be sharing this message? If you get strong, yes, 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 okay. Then you go to the next step. Always get permission. So you approach the person and say, let's say her name is Susie. Susie, I have this intuitive message that came through for whatever reason, came through from my divine guidance team to share. Would you like to hear it? And if they say no, then you respect that and say, okay, I understand, no problem. And you go back to your divine guidance team and say, well, she has said no. What do I do now? And typically, the intuitive messages you will receive is let it go. Now, there are rare exceptions because everything's possible, right? That your divine guidance team say, "Well, this may say, well, this person is in denial or this person is saying they don't want it, but you need to do it anyway. Now, I have never encountered that, but that's not to say that that couldn't happen. But I would say that's very, very rare. So the general rule is if they say, no, I don't want to hear it, just let it go. And then you can check in with your divine guidance team in three months, six months, a year, whatever, and say, should I try this again? And typically, you don't even have to check in. Typically, your divine guidance team will tap you again and say, okay, okay. Susie said no, you know, six months ago. It's time to ask her again if she's ready. Okay? So here's the most important rule in all of this that makes, this is how, as the person, as the messenger, this is what makes it so challenging. The most challenging part, I would say when you pass on the intuitive message, it may not result as you expect. So it's not for us to judge or decide what the other person is meant to get out of it. We do our best when we are unemotional, we've done our work, we've cleared the blocks around it, and we are literally just the messenger passing the message on as well as we can, as specifically as we can, as clear as we can, and that's it. That is our role as the messenger. But I'm going to give you three examples here of when I've been tapped and how they didn't always go as I expected, but everybody ultimately was served in the process. So the first example is with a friend of mine who I'll call Emma. And this was the first time this actually had happened to me in this way, and I had so much resistance around sharing. And Emma has, who an, who is now an adult daughter, who was an adopt who was adopted from another country, and I didn't really know much about the adoption. I didn't know much about this daughter. I just knew that she had a daughter f- that she adopted from another country. That's all I knew. So one day, boo boo, 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 I'm just going on my day, and I get the tap, 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 and I get the message that Emma's daughter's in trouble and that there are some people from this country where she is originally from who have reached out to her who do not have the best intentions and that the message was she should stop communications with the, these people and she shouldn't visit this country for a period of time it wasn't forever but it was just for like the next couple of years so whatever was going on can sort of just fizzle out and that there was a fair amount of danger at play and when i got this message i was like this is crazy i i can't share this with my friend this is not for me to say and definitely i got the i got second guessy well, what if this message isn't right? You know, I was to a point in my journey with my higher self that I I knew that that's what my divine guidance was saying. So I believed I had the right message. And it's okay if you are in this process and ever like, well, what if I don't have the intuitive message right? What if I think it's this and it's actually that? If you ever feel really unsure, just spend more time with it. And then if you do feel doubty, just clear the doubt away Go back to your higher self and say, this is what I think the message is. Is that correct? And if you get yes a dozen times, I think that you got your yes. So I did that about a dozen times and I kept getting yes and I kept getting you got to share. So I called my friend Emma. We went for a walk and I told her and I was scared I was like, I don't know how she's going to react. What if she says, who are you to get involved in this very intimate way? I I didn't know what to expect. So I just just said, well, I'm being called to be the messenger. And so I'm going to be the messenger. And well, she was extremely grateful that I had passed on this message. It very much confirmed fears that she already had, but she didn't quite have a way to say it, but she knew she just had this funny feeling that, you know, her daughter was in conversations with these people and they just didn't seem right and stories weren't adding up and it didn't make sense. And so she was incredibly grateful that I basically confirmed suspicions she had, but didn't even really know what the suspicions were. Like she didn't, she didn't understand like why she felt that way. She just knew she did. And so she was really grateful for me passing this along to her. So that was a case you could say expected as I would have hoped it to go. Well, so then it was a pretty long time later. I would say like a good two years later that it happened again. So it's not like this happens to me a lot. It really doesn't. But it did happen again. And I got the tap, tap, tap. And this is the one where it didn't go as I had expected. But I will call my friend Sarah. I got tapped to pass a message on to Sarah. And this was in the early days of the pandemic when the vaccine was just first rolling out. And we are now, well, you know, it's a little less of a hot button topic, but, you know, we all remember that. It got to be a very emotional topic. People who were very pro-vaccine were very pro-vaccine and really felt strongly that everybody should be vaccinated. People who were very against it felt very strongly that they should have the choice whether or not they want to or not. So, but this was before the question became very hot button. And when it first, when the, the vaccine, vaccine first appeared, a lot of people were unsure. Well, this is experimental. We're not sure. We don't know. So it wasn't so contentious and it wasn't such a hot button when this message came through. And I got tapped to se- tell Sarah that it was in her highest and greatest good to hold off on getting the vaccine. Now, of course, when I got this message, I was like, hail to the no, I'm not going to tell her that. That is between her and her higher self and her body. And I am definitely not the person to share this message. And then my divine guidance team reminded me the message isn't coming from you. It's coming from us. And I said, okay, I get that. But why do I have to be the messenger in this? And the message I got back was because you have some stuff to clear, you have resistance to clear around being a messenger, and she has something to receive from this. And that's really not for you to know. That's for her to know. And so after a lot of resistance, after a lot of clearing, a lot of I shouldn't be the one to do this, and I kept getting back, am I the one, is this the message? And I kept getting yes, yes, yes. And I shared the message. And at first, of course, I asked her for permission, just like I did with Emma. Do you want to hear it? I got this message. Do you want to hear it? I got a yes. And at first she was like, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I I don't know what to do. I've been struggling with this question. So thank you for sharing this because I find it useful to know that. And I said, great. So then I went on my day, she went on her day, and I didn't really think too much more about it until she came back to me and said, this was some days later, Sarah came back to me and said, Allison, thank you again for sharing the intuitive message. I do appreciate it. And it made me realize that I actually really do want to get the vaccine. And I was, and she was very gracious. And she was like, you know, just, it made me realize when I really explored into not getting it, that just didn't feel good to me. So it guided me to wanting to get it. And I knew this that very often our divine guidance team will nudge us in the direction we actually don't want to go so we can taste it, experience, it, know what it, you know, know that wrong path, if you will, so we can get the clarity to go to the right path. And so we do oftentimes get guided to the wrong path so we know the right path. So I would say it didn't go as I expected with Sarah, but. I know that what I received healing from it, and I strongly suspect Sarah received what she needed to receive from it. And so that was that. And there were no, there was never any hard feelings. And as far as I know, there was never hard feelings. I didn't have hard feelings. I never felt like Sarah had hard feelings over it. Had I got that message in the height of the emotion, like, you know, that, that, that question about the vaccine ended up, as we all remember, to be very, very emotional. For some people, it probably still is. Had I been tapped to share that message in the height of the emotion of the debate over it, I probably would have said no. And I strongly suspect that my divine guidance team wouldn't have nudged me to do it then. I got the nudge to share it in the early, early days when it was much, much less emotional. And so it is highly likely that your divine guidance team will not ever give you a message to pass on that's so emotionally charged that it would just be too difficult for you to share or the person to receive. So yes, it's likely going to feel challenging and it's likely going to feel like you're pushing your edges, but it is unlikely that you're ever going to be in such stress or it's going to put so much pressure on the message, on the relationship. So if you ever feel like you feel called to share an intuitive message and it feels so stressful and so overwhelming, please just spend time releasing the stress, releasing the overwhelm. And once you're in a place of calm, a place of neutrality, a place of peace, then go back for more guidance. Is now really the right time? Am I really the one? Go to those yes, no questions. It's a great way to receive intuitive guidance. Is this the message? Am I the right one? Is now the time? And just make sure you get lots and lots and lots of yeses before you initiate sharing the message. Okay, the last example of this that I want to share is pretty magical. So I got tapped recently to share a message with my, the coach I'm working with right now, Susan Hyatt. And this is all like, this is like kind of an amazing story. So before I got tapped to share something with Susan, I got tapped from a family friend who had recently crossed over. So she had passed away pretty young. You know, she was in her late 60s. She passed away before she was ready. And she told me, I I, I channeled from her, that she passed away of breast cancer and she found a lump 10 years prior, but didn't go to the doctor because she didn't want to be weighed because she had so much shame on her body. This is going to make me cry. She feared Stepping on a scale because she was not happy with how she weighed. So she never went to the doctor. And it was a very treatable form of cancer. She had detected it, and it is something that could have been treated. Well, she didn't go to the doctor, didn't say anything. 10 years later, you know, the cancer was everywhere and it was just too late. And it took her life at a young age. So she came to me and said, "Allison, I want you to share my story. I she's with me right now actually. I want other women to know that that your the message she wants to share is that your body is beautiful. And your body is a temple. And never be afraid of stepping on the scale. It doesn't matter. It's just a number. And, you know, she, she left this lifetime in regret. She wanted to watch her grandchildren grow older. She had a lot yet she wanted to do in this lifetime. And so as she leaves this lifetime, she really wants to help Other women who also fear stepping on the scale, they fear connecting into the body, which is so important for receiving intuitive messages, is being in your body. Our body remembers all of our past lifetimes. Our body is one of our most powerful intuitive tools. We have our physical intuitive touch points And if we don't love our body, we're cutting off our ability to fully receive our intuitive gifts. So this is the message she wanted to share with you. And so this this episode has got all sorts of messages going on with it. (laughs) And I will probably do another whole episode just about how loving your body will help open up your intuitive gift of intuition. In fact, I will. I will do another episode. But this family friend came to me to share this message. She said, I really would like you to ask Susan Hyatt to share it because loving your body is part of Susan's primary message to her audience. And she has a whole program called the called Bear. She wrote a book about it. She's got the Bear Process, which is really about loving your body, bringing pleasure back to your life. And a big message of Susan's is that the diet industry is killing us. And really, this family friend was an absolute literal example of how the messaging coming from the dieting industry literally killed her because she was so afraid to go to the doctor because the doctor would make her way herself. So... I was reluctant to tell Susan. She's a multi-million dollar business owner. Like, hey, Susan, I have a story for you to share. And oh, by the way, I channeled it from a family friend who crossed over. Now, Susan's a very intuitive spiritual person, but I wasn't really sure how she would handle this message. I just thought, well, I'm Susan's client right now. This isn't my place to. This isn't my place to share this. But ah, this was one where I didn't really have too much resistance because I just was like, I felt so connected to this crossed over soul and her story. And I really wanted to share it. And I really wanted Susan to share it because this is like part of her work. And so I did. I reached out to Susan. I asked her permission. She said, of course, tell me. Very few people will say no, I think But some will, some will, some will say no when you say, I have an intuitive message to share. But a lot of people are gonna be curious to know what this intuitive message is. So it's likely they're gonna say yes. And so I told her, and she was just so touched from the beginning. And, you know, she had a similar reaction to how I just reacted as I was sharing the story. It's hard to not share it without getting emotional. And she immediately started sharing it with her community. and she she started sharing it with her peers who are big in the coaching industry. And I just I just saw this ripple effect happening before my eyes that this story really is going to touch many. Just in me passing it to one person, I, 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 I see how this crossed over friend, and, and her courage and you know her crossing over too young, but she also there's just so much courage in this story. And she had a lot of courage coming to me, crossed over and you know just a lot there's a lot of courage showing up and and this has has power behind it, has energy behind it. and the story is rippling on. So you can see how powerful this process can be when you're, we're passing on intuitive messages to the next person. And so I just want to mention here, I'm going to leave a link in the show notes. If you're someone who feels like you would like to love your body a bit more, Susan has an amazing program coming out now called Life of Yes. And inside the Life of Yes, she's going to be going through her bare process, which is a process of loving your body. So I'm going to leave a link in the show notes to sign up for that. I am not an affiliate. (laughs) I am just sharing this to you out of if you feel like this is something that could help you to love your body again, I would love for you to check out this program. So that's really how, you know, it was after this example with Susan that I was like, I really want to do this podcast episode, and I wanted to share the story of our crossed over family friend as well, but I thought, let me do it in a way that will serve you and kind of really address maybe some of the pains, desires, needs of my audience. And that's when I really came up with the title, When to Share the Intuitive Messages You Receive for Others. And I have a feeling that possibly you needed this episode without realizing you needed it. <laughs> so if you're still here listening to me, there is something you needed from this message. And I'll just go in quickly here when not to share, because I do hear this from time to time. I do hear someone saying, Oh, I got a message from a psychic once that I'm gonna die in an airplane. And then I tune into it myself and I see this person living well into elderhood and there's no airplane crash in her future. And I'm just like, you know, yeah, okay. So if you get a message of real doom and gloom for someone especially if you get a message about like when they're going to leave their lifetime, when they're going to cross over. If it's a really dark and gloomy message, you need to really, really be sure. Like I said, typically, if you are being called to be a messenger, the message will be uncomfortable, but it won't be stressful, overwhelming, anxiety-filled. And so typically, if you're going to give someone super bad news, that is likely, I would really double check, triple check, quadruple check that you have the message accurately. Because maybe I would just really spend time with the divine guidance team, double triple checking that you got the message right, the person right, the timing right. Because the message I get from my guides is people who get tapped to be messengers it will push your edges, but it won't push you over. And if you think you're getting the message to let someone know their crossover date, that's probably good. That would put me over the edge. I know that much. So those are likely the times it's not to share because maybe the message isn't come through in its completion yet. Okay? So the time to share is when you're as clear as you can be, and you've double checked, triple checked, quadruple checked, and you got about 25 yeses from the higher self that this is the message, this is the receiver, you're the messenger, and this is the time. And lastly, just to explore into a bit why we as light workers can expect to encounter this more and more, we're ascending to higher dimensions. So this means we're getting more and more connected to the divine, and we're spending more of our day in connection to the divine. So we get messages from our divine guidance team, from our higher self, from our from source, from our spirit guides. And this just is another way intuitive messages are going to be starting to come in through us from other people. And I'm not necessarily talking here about like, oh, you hire me to be my coach and we're in a coaching session and I'm getting 100 intuitive messages for you. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the, you're not expecting it. And the three examples I got, can I tell you, I did not at all expect to get any of those. <laughs> it was literally the out of the nowhere, tap, 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 I have a message for you to pass on. And as I said earlier in the show, if you get the tap, it is highly likely that there is something for you to receive, there's something you to heal from, you to learn from, you to evolve from, as well as for the person you're passing it on to. So you can see it as like there's a triad of energies at play. There's your energy, the receiver's energy, and the divine And there's something happening that required all of you, and it's going to create a bigger shift in your life, in their life, and that ripple effect that you saw in the example with Susan to getting divine messages out there to more and more people and being part of the ripple effect to lifting up all of humanity. So. My invitation for you this week is really first just to reflect back and notice, have you ever been tapped and you just resisted it altogether and you're still resisting it? So just you can ask that question, you know, higher self, divine guidance team, have you ever tapped me to share a message and I've just said no or I haven't really heard it or I've just resisted? See if you get a yes. If you get a no, then great. You're doing well. No further action. And if you get a yes, just be in exploration of that. Well, what was the message? Who What is it for? Why am I resisting? What do I need to release? And your second invitation, the second part of this invitation is just be open to those taps, those divine taps when they arrive. And when the tap comes in, spend some time with it. Get as clear as you can regarding what the message is, who it is for, and the right timing to pass it on. And release the things you need to release and just be the divine messenger the divine is calling you to be whew, <laughs> that, was a, that was a big episode for me to share. So I am really happy I did. And I appreciate you so much if you're still hanging on the line here, listening to the very end of this. It felt important. And I really do hope that you received something very valuable for sharing this time with me. And my dear ones, as always, until next time, may your soul guide The way. Are you ready to fill your business with soul clients in the next 60 days? Then download my free energy upgrade meditation to amp up your energy frequency, dissolve the doubt, and attract the soul clients you are destined to serve. Find the link to download on my website, AllisonScammell.com, as well as in the show notes.